Howdy, 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 howdy. Howdy, what's up, everybody? How you doing? Oh, all right. No time, no time, no time, no time. Oh my gosh, we're out of time. I feel like, uh, Trader, I feel like that cat. What is it? The cat from um, Alice in Wonderland? Like, no time, no time, no time. No time, no time, no time. Out of time, we're out of time. We have no time. That was a... That was the white rabbit DJ's. Oh, the oh, that's right. The Cheshire cat was like high and lazy, right? He was just chill. <laughs> <laughs> it was... no, you're thinking about the caterpillar. The Cheshire cat was just crazy. <laughs> God, okay. All right. I'll get it right one of these days. It's only been 30 years <laughs> since I watched that movie. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome <laughs> to the show. Flagship server 15. What's up? A Fox on 134. Gherkin on European 184. We got Tavi Mozo on server 20. Warjareen on 193. Ace on 54.97. And Venati on 11. What's up? Daddy Dave on 24. Tech One on 41. Bud Knight. <laughs> Bud Knight. I love it. 40 uh, on 22. Walker on 42. Uh, Forgotten Sec on 80. Sorella on 70. Paradigm on 76. Zerg on 61. Zalf Alpha Zypher on 21. Adiary on 28. Voodoo Doctor on 32. Cottontail on 34. Was up, was up, was up. Achilles on 109. Keith on 49. Doug on 38. Thad on the OG 15. Aquila Hawk on 21. What's up? Track and check on 26. Pirate Yar on 34. Moops. Moopsy. On 130. What's up? Hunter on 28. Dr. Juby on 61. Scalyback from the Outback on 193. Spectre on 11. Sotak on 28. Cobain on 164. Thank you. Daverick on 21. King Kirky on 181. Jace on 44. Graduated on 26. Whew, I'm running out of breath. Sanguine Otter on 88. Mama Jelly on 63. Gamer on 89. Evil Jimmy on 195. Benny Hill's Ghost on 42. 
Star Fox on 146. Trader on server 20. What's up? What's up? What's up? Kid Shadow on 2074. Uh, a Fox on 134. Shaka when the walls fell on server 70. And the list goes on. Sanguine Otter on 88. Juby on 6061. Thank you. Ghost Rider on 63. And uh, we continue on. 178 additional messages in the Talking Trek server. Sound off. And uh, 200 and about 60, 269, <laughs> 269 trader in the live studio audience. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome in to the show. What what just happened to my screen? Okay. Oh, 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 that's that's what it was. Okay. Hang on. I forgot. See, we're changing things around over here. Okay. Just, just, just give me a second. <laughs> and oh, almost, oh, almost, it's worked. Ah, there we go. Oh, look. See, I forgot to turn. Oh, man. Okay. See, I forgot to turn all the lights on and everything. Sorry, guys. I No time. No time. Oh, man. And I thought I turned the alerts off. Sorry. 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 Where are the buttons? There we go. Uh, okay. And lights. Come on. Oh, this is go. why we can't take you anywhere. I, I Listen. No time. No time. I have no time. No time. Okay. Listen. We've got stuff to do, guys. We got, we got all kinds of stuff to do. We got things to talk about. And... Uh, and I only realized today how painfully behind I am on everything. So um, this is rare, okay? This is rare. Is Griffin here? Griffin, this, this show is going to be so full of stuff that we can pull out and use for teaching later, okay? So full of stuff that we can use for teaching later. Um, so I'm, I'm gonna, we're just going to jump right in, guys. First of all, I got no time. Second of all, I got a little bit of headache, all right? I got a little bit of headache. It's been plaguing me all day. Trader, I took like a nap earlier for like, oh, God, it was so glorious. It was like four hours. Um, and that was after my Arcfall meeting with Scopely. And and then afterwards, I just had to take some Excedrin and lay down. And then I, I stayed knocked out for four hours. <laughs> so if that tells you anything. Um, no, but in all seriousness, in all seriousness, uh, no, Oliver wasn't uh, at the house during that time. He was at school today. He was at school. So then I had to wake up and go get him, and now I'm doing a late show. Uh, but we've got a lot of stuff to talk about here today. And uh, for that reason, guys, all right, for that reason, we are jumping straight in, Trader. I've got no news. I got no commercials. I got no satire. I got no comedy. I got no music. Today, I have so much that I need to get to you guys quickly. You need to pay attention. You need to listen because this entire show, Trader, everything about this show touches on something in November. Are we, are we all understanding? Are we clear? We, we, we good on that, Trader? Everything that I deliver to you guys here today will have some impact on the month of November, although I can't tell you exactly what that's going to be or how it's going to work, but just just hear me, okay? I, I don't think you could be clearer. I'm being super, super clear, okay? Um, that being said, Tech One says, hints or details? Obviously, I can't give you details right now, okay? But I know uh, about the arc. And, Trader, this is what I was kind of talking about earlier uh, in the... Um, in the chat, I saw earlier that Rev appeared optimistic today. You know, that's unusual, right? <laughs> Rev is usually the one that's really upset about most things. Um, I share his enthusiasm. I think this upcoming month actually looks good with the 
there's a few math problems, Trader. I'm still I'm still wanting to get my closer eyes on, get my my paws on, all right, get my mitts on, if you will. Um, but honestly, dude, why does my why, why do I look orange again? Is this okay, Griffin? Don't, you're you're a little color balance issue. We can fix it later. Um. Anyway, I am optimistic. Okay, I am optimistic. Um, there is a lot of new coming this month. This month is very, very packed with new. All right, I'm going to have to hit this button because it sounds like Oliver DJs uh, is walking into the studio and surely he's wearing pants. Oh, my God, are you actually wearing pants? Oh, no, of course not. He's not wearing pants. All right. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. Did you just come out here and actually are wearing pants for a change? No. Okay. Highly unlikely. No, obviously he's not wearing pants. There's no pants in the studio. Dude, seriously, there's cameras. Okay, either go in and get pants or stay down there and cover it up with your blanket. <sighs> Boxer, it's fine to not wear pants. I'm not wearing pants. I'm just not going to let it on the camera. I'm not wearing pants. <laughs> he says, yes, you are. That's because it's cold I'll out here, man. Word for it. It's cold. All right, listen. Uh, no, you're not proving anything. You stay down. <laughs> All right. Uh, first of all, I'd like to welcome our guest tonight. All right. Uh, we have two of them, and I believe they're already on the stage. Uh, Trader, nice, big, warm welcome. You guys know him and love him as the uh, as one half of the huge team here that uh, that is a part of Talking Trek and the laboratory and what they do with all the math and the and the charts and and they do it. For, they do it for all of the community. They do it for the entire content creation team. They do it. Uh, Griffin, this this thing is is annoying the crap out of me. Why? 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 I, I, Five seconds. Just open open Logic Capture really quick and click on the camera. Oh, so much and better. Go to Auto White Balance. Yep, that's it. That's there all I have go. to do. Nailed right it. There. Oh God. I, Maybe I you have jaundice. So, so orange. Look into that. So orange. He does not have jaundice. He's a cat. <laughs> <laughs> we don't need no stinking pants. All right, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Without further ado, Blue Mandalorian's on our stage. What's up, buddy? How you doing? Hey, how's it going? What's up, man? Ladies and gentlemen, the second half of said collaboration team, the mad scientists themselves. And yes, I do, in fact, have a button for them uh, because they are here. Ladies and gentlemen, the other half of the mad duo, it is Jules Verne. Ladies and gentlemen, Jules and Blue are here. What's up, guys? I, I made you guys a button. <laughs> I made you guys a button. Yeah. We're here for science. All right, guys. Weird or otherwise. It is weird exactly. or otherwise. Yeah, oh, what a great song. Right, great track from the 80s. All right, guys, here's what we got going on. Um, you guys get the first segment today. You get the lead-off segment, all right? Um, before we had a chance to to kind of get our notes and everything together last week, we were talking about Rev. Uh, <laughs> Scaly back. Quit messing with me. Yes, Rev seems optimistic. He seems slightly happy, okay? and And so... Yes, Zandies. He says if Rev is happy, then free to play and light will be too. I think that I think that is an accurate statement. All right, I think that's an accurate statement. I hope. Uh, but we're gonna we're gonna give you a ton of information about that. Okay, and I will also finally tell you, community, that in anticipation of this crazy 
twist of events that could end up being uh, the month of November. In anticipation, Trader, let me just say this before we get into the lab. Trader, before we were having a conversation about how free-to-play we're going to approach this arc and, and what spenders we're going to be looking like at this arc and, and what Scopely is going to do that finally may put some smiles on our faces and, Trader, quite honestly, something that we have asked for for years. Okay, Steven Zaret says we've been excited before and then left disappointed. I believe it when I see it. And that's fair. I, I get it. All right. I, until today, I've been in the same boat and actually really even through today. Um, I don't know. Is anybody in this room who was in my meeting earlier? No, I guess not. Bubba's not here. Guys, you'll, you would have heard me say and Ripper. Tell me if you believe this about me now, knowing me for as long as you have. When I look at um. And in this meeting today, by the way, lots of, lots of people. Rip, I'm just going to use some code names. All right. Old man was in our meeting today. You guys know he's a big wig. Mm -hmm. All right. When I can say to old man and say these exact words, trader, tell me if you believe this or not. Guys, I'm sorry. I really appreciate the effort at, at transparency here. I appreciate the idea and the sentiment of what you're trying to do. But five years in this game tells me I cannot trust your math. And so until, <laughs> until I can see it, feel it, touch it, until you guys prove to me that this has been handled correctly, because even as recently as two months ago, even as recently as Carol Freeman, you guys said, trust our math, and your math was wrong. If, yeah. if you were an employee, you would have been fired like three years ago. <laughs> You wrote, nah, you wrote? nah, don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> no, I meant like if Scopely DJ, DJ, was my, an employee my, my at a company, is... they would have been fired three years ago for their performance. Well, the the math <laughs> has DJ, been the, the important thing, I guess, is how much how much have you actually seen of it all? Not enough. Not enough. Hence my words today. Listen, I appreciate the intent. Okay. I appreciate what you guys are trying to do. I I understand why you're doing what you're doing. But I need to see it. Oliver, <laughs> Pirate Yard, that is hilarious. Did you just pop your head up? Don't lie to me. Look, we've got evidence now. We got it. Busted. <laughs> totally busted. You are busted, sir, for those. This <laughs> Somebody put this in the uh, in the uh, in the uh, graphics room. Check that out. That is a screenshot. And and look here. You can see right over here, Oliver peeping up over my right shoulder. You are busted, sir. <laughs> oh, he was telling everyone to like and subscribe. That's what he was telling everybody. Everybody like and subscribe. He was looking for an Arkent. Oh, yeah, and hit the notification button down there, please. Okay, yeah, thank you. <laughs> you silly goose. Uh, there he is again! <laughs> Get down there. All right. Um, so, again, just let me ask, Trader, do you believe I said the words? And, and Ripper, you know old man. The community knows old man. Do you think that I went to old man and said, I'm sorry, I don't trust you? Is that is that something yeah. believable? No, I do. Yes. I did. Yes. I've... I've I've said a lot of things to him in person. To his face. I, exactly. All right. And I did. So do I previous know? Previous performance incentivizes me to be less than optimistic. Sure. Sure. All right. And that's what I had to say today. Crazy enough, Rev in the exact same meeting with me. Um, and, and Rip, you know, Rev has, 
has kind of all but tossed his hands up on a lot of stuff here lately, but he showed up today because of how important November will be. It is the five-year anniversary of this game. It is uh, packed with content, absolutely packed with content, and I will say to you right here and now that the vast majority of it I feel good about. And and that is not shilling, Rip. If, if Rev went out earlier today and was optimistic and felt good about things, then I think that speaks even louder than me. You know what I'm saying? I think that well, speaks even louder he, than me. But they got to get he, the math he right. Thing, he, here's the thing, though. The pile of wood is very, very big. The question is, is Scopely going to light it or not? <laughs> great analogy that is a beautiful analogy all right that is that is a beautiful analogy uh and i think it's fair i think that is absolutely a fair question it's the same question i gave of old man earlier today it's the same question that the community is asking of us right now it's the same question that ripper has of scopely listen is this going to be controlled or is it going to be a forest fire and, and Trader, that is kind of the thing that we've been tinker, tinkering with here for the last several months. Like, the house of cards are now built, okay? Do they come crashing down, or does this actually remain a stable structure? And, uh, and from what I've seen today, which admittedly is not everything, okay? But from what I have seen, I actually do feel optimistic about this month. I see a feature that is astonishingly interesting, um, and, and that is as far as I'm going and, and well, and I'll tell you one other thing trader, and then we're going to get into the lab. I keep saying that there's one other thing this month that makes me so happy and so feeling accomplished because it's something that we have been fighting for, for months, if not years to, to kind of circle back around to, all right, get back to you, if you will <laughs> shout out echo, um, Something like that is returning this month and to celebrate. All right, Trader, I, have, I don't even know. Bubba and I were talking about this just from the hip the other night. I don't know. Today is an appropriate day to launch it. I have no idea if he mentioned anything to you or not. But, uh, guys, here's what we're going to do just here real quick. Self-promotion time on the channel. Any first-time Patreon sub, any first-time Twitch sub of any tier, prime or otherwise, any first-time sub in an effort to grow the channel here, for every <laughs> – Trader, you hear this? Okay, write this down. For every first-time uh, – sorry, for every what – what did we say it was? Five? For every five – no, you know what? I'm, I'm feeling aggressive. I'm feeling positive, Trader. For every first-time Patreon sub or first-time uh, Twitch sub – we will give away a $20 battle pass. Wow. Okay. There you go. Big winning trader. I, I, I would Bubba said, I don't believe that was cleared through my office. Oliver, Oliver just reached up and slyly stole a box of Oreo cookies. <laughs> um, yeah. Devil. You don't get both of them. All right, listen, that's right. Every first time sub. Now, I will. Chief Boo says that's a lot of battle passes. Well, first of all, we're hoping for growth, right? I, I have faith. Listen, let me just tell you something, Trader. If I give away 100 battle passes this month, it's not enough. Can I just say that to you guys? Okay. If, if I only give away 100 battle passes this month, it's not enough. Because as enough to much what? as. 61? Huh? 
What? Enough to reach 61 or? No, listen. Stop, dude. I'm trying to work. Listen. I know, I know that the free-to-play might still be a little bit fussy about this. But, guys, and, and, and I know it's going to sound chilly, and I'm sorry. There's no other way to put this. This is the month that you have been wanting to spend $20 on a battle pass. Period. Plain and simple. Hands down. If you are the guy that only buys a battle pass two, three times a year, this is the month. And to help you celebrate, and to help you celebrate for every first time sub for every first time patreon subscription for every first time prime or tier one two three sub over on twitch then we will give away one and for the record any of you guys know how this monetization works okay you know that that is a losing proposition for me trader true or false okay i'm not not making i wish i made twenty dollars per sub i do not i'm hoping that you value this channel enough to stick around but that's what we're going to do. For every first-time community subscription, paid subscription to this channel, we are going to give the entire community at large a $20 battle pass this month because, Trader, this is as big as it gets. This will be the best battle pass of 2023. And, and I am excited that they are finally doing something for me about it. Okay, I am I am excited that that this long kicking and screaming that they're finally going to do something with it. And and I want to celebrate with them and I want to celebrate with you guys. So if you are a true free to play, uh, then pay attention to our channel this month because we are going to give away a record number of battle passes. And to be truthfully uh, truthful with you, trader, there it would not make me happier if true free to play were the winners of these battle passes. As a matter of fact, I'm going to add one more rule to that. Can I? It's not too late, is it, Trader? We haven't started the giveaway yet. Is it not too late? It's not, not too, late, too late. All right, then. I, I, don't, I don't know about this. She's already quit on the whole idea. She can't believe your math, so go ahead. She's. Oh, no, the math is terrible, okay? Just so you guys know, I make about 2 $3 on a sub, all right? If I'm going to give away $20 every time I make 2 or $3, like, that's a good way to go out of business really quick. Trader, you don't like the idea? <laughs> I mean, it's, hey, it's your pocketbook. It is my pocketbook, okay? It is my pocketbook, and I and and here's why. Here's okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna cap it off. Here's the cherry on top. I want it to be that way because if you are a winner, and and sorry, this is gonna sound this is gonna sound bad to some of you guys, but it's really kind of the intent here. I want my winners to have a lifetime spend of a hundred dollars or less. I want my winners to be true free to play. All right, can I can I do that? Is that legal, trader? Legal counsel, can I say that? That to be a winner. I mean, you to, can say it. But <laughs> no, I mean, I, I didn't say. I'll enforce it. I'll enforce it. Like I, I want winners. Mm -hmm. I want winners to be to be like low spend, no spend, no low 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 spend, no spend. Because I want them to celebrate. I want them to have this battle pass. I want nothing would make me happier than for the entire galaxy to get this battle pass this month, Trader. That's how important it is, people. So I don't care. If you got to go out and pick up aluminum cans on the side of the road, you have more problems and don't spend your money on Star Trek Fleet Command. Uh, but but <laughs> if you are a sometime spender, this month is the month for you to get a $20 battle pass. All right. We're going to leave it right there. All right. 
Uh, Doin K says, just make Scopely give everyone a battle pass as a gift. Uh, trust me, that actually came up, but obviously they're not going to do that, okay? They're not going to do that. They're going to count on dopes like me to come out and tell you guys how great it's going to be. Um, Cottontail, thank you very much, by the way, for dropping five gifted. That's incredible. Thank you so much. Um, that trader is the point. We want the five-year anniversary here. We Wait, what, what are you guys talking about? What is that wrestling? $620 over five years. What do you think? What do you think I'm doing? I ain't buying a battle pass every month for five. What? what? No, did I no, say he so? said that that's how much he spent over five years. Oh. So does he now <laughs> qualify for the promotion oh, God, under your Quasimodo rule? Trader, I was getting ready to get scared there for a second. Uh, make sure I didn't word that wrong. No. All right. We're going to give away ba- a bunch of battle passes this month. Just a bunch and bunch, a bunch, a bunch. And uh, look at that. Jaeger B says, I've never spent over $20. Cool. Cool. I think that's great. All right. Um, and, and, but what I want to do is I want to make sure as many people, as many people that can participate in this month's battle pass is what I want. Okay. And, uh, and I think it's going to be because I, gosh, Griffin, dare I say it. And I almost don't want to, because they'll find a way. But this month is what I've been waiting on all year. Well, I'm excited based on what you're saying. And we have had 62 people tune in to the multicast since you first announced what you're doing. So let me just quickly (laughs) recap what you're saying, which is if you've never participated in the Patreon program before through Talking Trek, or if you have never had a sub on Twitch for the Talking Trek Ultimate DJ's channel, if you go through and you do a sub on Twitch or... Subscribe to the Patreon, which is pinned to the top of the Twitch link. Ultimate DJs is going to buy you a twenty dollars. No, that's no, 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 no. That's not what I said. I, I can't do that. That's actually not legal. Is that why you were rub- rubbing your eyebrows, Trader? Is that why yeah. you? Yeah, that is not legal. <laughs> no. So what, what are we still asterisk? This is no. What I'm win. saying is, for every for every new sub that we have. I am going to, we're going to give away to the community a, a battle pass in a drawing or something like that. Okay, that's how I have to Thank do it. Thank you for that clarification. Okay, yeah, there sorry, we go. sorry, 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 sorry. You yeah, no. a battle pass, but you have to share it with the community. Yeah, like you're, you're adding a battle pass to the prize pot, all right, but it's, it has to be a community-wide giveaway. Trader, is that why you were, is that why you were freaking out? Yes. Okay, well, lawyer, stop me, all right? You're my legal counsel. Well, yeah. I- <laughs> We don't know when you're going off the rails, pal. Any day could be the last day. So I know, it could sure. be. It could be. So, so you should just assume you're always going off the rails. That's all I'm going to say. All right, that, that's fair enough. All DJs packs are RNG. I yeah, mean, I would like to pretend they were never rails, but you know. <laughs> we're never on the oh. rails here. That's fine. There are no rails. Okay. Um, Shaitan says you did say it right. They just didn't listen to exactly what you said. All right. So, in fairness, all right. In fairness, here's what I'm going to do. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to remove that lifetime spend thing because you're right. That's probably going to be really tough, and that's not fair to somebody who's bought five battle passes over the life of the account, which is still nothing. That's low spend. I'll remove that out, but I will tell you this. If you're a dolphin or if you're a whale and you win one of these, please, please consider. It'll be your prize, but please consider giving it to a free-to-play or low spend in your alliance. Okay? That's the spirit of what I'm wanting to do. That is the spirit. So, Canine Tooth, if you win a battle pass from me this month, then please give it to somebody else. Okay? That's what I'm saying. Um, because this is the month that I want everybody involved. I want everybody involved. 
Uh, and so, yes, for every first-time sub, and unfortunately, it does have to be a Tier 1 through 3 or a Prime. I'm going to include Prime. It can't be a gift sub trader because of the way that Twitch does those counts. But for every new uh, tier one through three or prime sub or Patreon. And if you and somebody asked that, if we if you have a gift sub and you can't subscribe on Twitch, then do the Patreon. All right. Because I can track that too. every new, every new subscription, either on Twitch or on Patreon will um, result in one additional battle pass being given away by this team. And we are going to do that throughout the month, Trader. And and listen, if you guys don't let me give away a hundred of these, I'm going to be upset at you. Okay, I'm going to be. Patreon is a five or ten dollar buy-in, so it's just as expensive as a Twitch, which is fantastic. And I've already seen a couple questions about start and end dates for this promotion, DJs. What do you want to do? It's for the month. All right. Well, before until the end of the arc, okay? Because obviously, I can't buy battle passes after the arc is over. So you basically got twenty days. All right, you got twenty also, days. Also, you can. Uh can also make DJs say whatever you want at the end of his show when he's listing out the names. That is true. That's a fun thing. If you sign up on Patreon, you, you get to choose your name so I can read silly stuff. All right. Uh, Zandy says it doesn't have to be a free-to-play within this community. No. No, it sure doesn't. All right. I would love that this is I would love that this is something that, that might turn somebody on to this show. All right. That's what I would love. Okay. Um, but uh, yeah, no, I, and, and it doesn't have to be a free-to-play now, Zandies. I, I'm, I'm kind of taking that out of it because that might be difficult to enforce because it has to be an open for all. We can't do this lottery thing. But but I, I, I the, just trust me when I say the spirit of this is for everybody, okay? Doing K, subscribe to Tier 1. Thank you. Appreciate that very much. Uh, but you've been subscribed before. You're not a first-timer. All right, I do appreciate the resub. <laughs> Thank you. But you've subscribed to our channel for six months before. But thank you for that. I do appreciate it. Um, so anyway, that's uh, that's what's going on. I didn't want to spend that much time on a trader, but that's what we're doing. That's what I want. That's the spirit of what I'm doing this month. I want everybody involved. Okay, I want Amazing. everybody involved. Oh, okay. Smoke Mohawk, thank you very much. I appreciate that. Smoke Mohawk dropping out five gifted uh, to the chat this month. Thank you so very much. All right, uh, Jules, welcome. Blue, welcome. Listen, by popular demand. People have been asking about this, and and it wasn't until Griffin and I, uh, no stars, and we're on the stage. Come up and say hi. Come up and say hi. Uh, it wasn't until Griffin started digging through our YouTube that we realized we were missing something. All right, Blue, you are famous. You are famous for having developed the the. Directive Sourcing 101. Like, you are the king. You're the author of that. Um, a lot of people like to claim this or whatever, but but there's a couple of firsts in this game, right? There's a couple of firsts. Like, Ska was the first person to grind out 15 billion rep. True or false? Anybody going to argue that? He was the first one, okay? Uh, who was the person who engineered and developed the uh, ability to, uh, or, or the method at farming transporter patterns? You're looking at him. It was me, okay? That was the guy. I was the one who pioneered that. And who was the one who pioneered Armada Directive Sourcing? That was Blue Mandalorian. He sits on our stage today. And ironically, when Griffin was going back through and going to look at, because we, we've had a ton of people asking us for this, for this video. How do we get the directives? Like, where's the sourcing? Blah, 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 blah. Couldn't find it. And Griffin, what we ended up finding was that we talked about it on shows. We had featured it. We've done stuff, but 
how on earth did we never make a YouTube about it? Apparently, we had a long form. Like, we did it on a YouTube live, like, three or four years ago or something. Crazy. Yep. So, yep. instead of going through and trying to, to fix that, I just decided, you know what? Let's scale with the times. G5 Armadas are here. All right? So, yo, Jules, yo, Blue. Why don't you introduce uh, introduce yourself to the community, and I will click on whatever you want to click on. I will put anything in the graphics room that you want in the graphics room. Uh, please speak to our broader podcast audience who may not be able to see what you're talking about in real time. We'll put everything in the graphics room. But will you, good gentlemen, teach these people how to source directives as well as you guys do? Because I will tell you this. Here's a testament to Blue's success with this. Uh, let me just take a quick peek here, guys. They're in the, are they in the materials tab? Is that where they are? Or other? Materials? Other? Other? They're in other. I run Armadas any daggone time I want. For any event that I want. For at, at any time. If I need loot, if I need to do this, if I need to do that. At the current time, I am holding 22,000 uncommon Armada directors. 5,000 rare Armada Directives and 13,000 epic Armada Directives. And don't even get me started on the solo stuff, okay? Don't even get me started on the solo stuff. What we want to talk about today are the expansion of G5 Armadas, their loot, why those chests are valuable, Blue, and how players can reliably open them. Vic says, must be nice. Dude, I have never received directives as a gift from Scopely, and I have never paid for them. Blue, just so people can believe, what are your numbers of directives that you are holding right now? Uh, my numbers are lower. I got 75 of the uncommon starts, and uh, I got 1,700 of the rare directives and 4,000 of the epics. 4,000 epics. 4,000 yeah. epics directives that he's got, which is enough for what? Eight, eight starts. And you yeah. also run them at will, right? Whenever you decide you want to, you do it. If it's, there's an event, yeah. you play it. If it's a leaderboard, you place well, right? That's how you do it, right? I I have a strict uh, game, poly like uh, my game style is strictly buffering. Hmm. Why don't you, you know, tell the people what you mean by that? How do you... How look, Joker doing the same thing. Joker, thank you for that. Joker saying, as a true free to play, and I'm putting this in the graphics room, as a true free to play, Joker writes, this is my count. Now, admittedly, I don't start very often, but this is my count as a genuine free to play. 9,000 epics, 9,600 rares, and 16,000 uncommons. Joker, you know, you subscribe to Blue Mandalorian's directive uh, sourcing method. There's no way that you don't. There's no way that you don't. You obviously do. So, Blue, pretend that a player has never heard of Blue Mandalorian, has never heard of Jules Verne, and has never heard of Talking Trek. If you were going to teach them from the ground up in 20 minutes or less how to play Armadas, what would you say? Go. Well, there, there's two phases. One is building your buffer, and two is maintaining your buffer. And the latter is far, far easier than building the, 
the buffer. That's Real a, quick. It's a short-term painful track. And Real quick, Blue. and I'm, Blue, hang on one second. And I am so sorry. I am having real difficulty with your volume, and I've got you boosted up to 150%. Oh, no. Can you can you maybe check your gain real quick? Just make sure. Even going out on the broadcast, it's like half the volume. It's really low. Uh, let's see here. Um, I just want to make sure that people can hear you well. <laughs> with my headset settings right now. Uh, let's see. If this is any better. Um, no, Joker, I'm in Discord. Yeah, no, no, his quality is fine. His volume is really low. Uh, I'm seeing that over here. Jaeger says, yeah, he's really low. I mean, it's good quality. It's just really low. Yeah, it's the same thing here for me. I, I can't hear him. Uh, let's see. That That's getting is better. Different? Yeah, that actually just got a little bit better. What did you How do? How about this? Is, this? is this better? I'm just sliding random setting bars. Yeah, uh, yeah, let's, let's go with that. Let's go uh, with that. Cool, cool, cool. All right. That, uh, oh, Hunter says now you're yeah, too loud. This, really? Hopefully, now I'm too loud? Okay. I mean, no, uh, no, you're not too for me. For the audience says so. I mean, I've got you still on 120%, but wait. So what's they going on? They, they, might have, right they might have turned him up, turned him up way I'm more. Good right now? No, see, that's, too, hear me? No, that's way too quiet. Well, I'm still quiet? Okay. Now you so sound like you're in, you have 30 seconds. Yeah, now you sound like you're in a tin can. What did you just do? <laughs> oh, no. I, I was playing with the compressor. Um, there it is. There see. it is. Right there. Don't move. Keep that. Don't move. Right here. <laughs> yes. Keep Good that level. Yes. yes. Keep this. Okay. Please. Got it. Got it. Okay. Okay. Um, From the top, if please. Anyone, if anyone can't hear me, you're the minority. Um, so, uh, the, from the top, the, there's the two phases: the short-term build a buffer and the long-term maintain the buffer, which is far easier than building the buffer. Uh, from the look of those screenshots, a lot of you started with the build a buffer, which is don't spend them. That's a, that's a good way to build a buffer uh, is just don't spend the directives and try to mooch off people where you can. But once you have the buffer built up, you're going to get some starts going where you have some time. Like you don't need to do an armada every week to do that pull or, you know, you're just you have enough credits where you have a pulls lined up. And you have time to say, I'll get to this refilling later. And that's um, the trick to doing that is hitting far, far above your pay grade. And that is to, uh, and that initially when you're starting out in those G3 times, um, you're going to want to host as big a possible armada as you can. And if you're pre-38, that means that Cardassian armadas are usually your go-to route with warp range being the push. So you can go for the host chest there. And I can uh, host this image right here of the current Carmada uh, host chest and everything. Uh, just it's a little G4 data. Doesn't doesn't quite have the uh, G5 data for uh, host chesting, but that's another conversation altogether. Um, for the Carmadas, you're probably going to want to there's going to be certain warp ranges, about like warp 100, you know, warp 170. You're reaching those markers. You're, that's what you're basically aiming for is warp range thresholds to host as big of armada as possible. And for example, if you're a level 35, if you can reach warp 100 and host a 45 rare, you're going to get 65,000 rare credits, which that alone is like two. 30k. I don't even know. Does a 35 have 30k as their cost for max pulls on the rares? Uh, even so, 
for a level 38, that's two max pulls. Uh, so that's, if you have, you know, 10 rares saved up, you just got 20 pulls, max pulls, you know, by hosting those. And that's just the level 100. There's much, much higher levels from there. And with the recent content like Voyager and everything, warp range is kind of in a funny place where you can reach far, far further than you should. Uh, just like with the Discovery Prime reaching, now I can, I just hosted a couple 60s as a 51 just because I got that Discovery Prime. Now, I, I do want to point out real quick that, that there are a couple of caveats to this, right? Uh, for example, we're talking a lot about G4 Armadas here. And so players who are 38 and down are not necessarily going are, are to be able to do this. Now, Jim says, ride the backs of whales. Oh, God. You know, here's the thing. Riding whale tail has kind of been a funny thing around here. And um, it depends, right? Are you the power? Or are you riding the whale tail? Because we've talked about this in the past, right? If you're the power, then you've got to actually be, depending on where you are, you've got to be able to look at these areas to find out what you can do with the support of your team, right? This, Blue and, and Jules, let me have you pipe in here because it does depend on your scenario. Are you, yeah, Betty Hill, are you the top or are you the bottom? <laughs> All right, you are looking at what your capability is as a team okay if i've got jb all right if i've got jb in my alliance who's got a tier 10 rotaran all right and he wants to go and run a and 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 play with the 60s or something like that i i'm gonna do that i'll go up there and i'm gonna start it all right, Raven, uh, oh, sorry, uh, Yui says, listen, we got a level 60. He can solo pretty much anything we can get to. This is what we're talking about right here. This is what you're talking about. So if, if Swagger says if you're the whale and you've got younger players starting it, you're still not only going to get a majority of the loot, but your younglings are going to get the starter chest. And let me be clear. We're not talking about riding whale tail. We're talking about starter chest and pretty much any armada in g4 and higher starting at uncommon 41 and going up those starter chests are significant let me point your direction to this to this screen right here jules and maybe you can can help me uh, display the importance here look at an uncommon 39 here fkr Right here, uncommon, 39 FKR. You see my mouse right here? Okay, starter chest on that, Jules. It's not a heck of a lot, right? The G3 Armadas, they were always about quantity, right? Not necessarily quality, but quantity, right? Agreed. But that changed with G4. So tell me what the stark difference was between even an uncommon. Let's just do the uncommon. Uncommon 39 and Uncommon 41. And by the way, we are referring to players who are Ops 38, okay? Because you have to get into, you have to get into, into dark space in order to do that. So you've got to be Ops 38 to employ this particular method if you're going to do FKRs. But Blue just mentioned it, Jules. This is where Cardassian Armadas come into play and are so much more valuable than people actually realize. Let's look at an Uncommon 41 FKR as compared to an Uncommon 42 Cardassian. Jules, give me the pros and cons of both. 
Uh, well, what we see with the uh, Cardassian is that you'll also get the Cardassian loot, which is useful, but the leader chest is also a, more. It's higher than what you're going to get. Of an equivalent 41 uncommon FKR. So you get more out of a leader chest there. I think one of the big differences in G3 that we saw a flip from was that the leader chest as compared to the base loot was very different. For instance, the leader chest of an uncommon 39 FKR is around 10,000, whereas the base loot is closer to 100,000. So it's only 10%. Uh, so it was a nice little treat if you were a leader. When we get into G4 land, what we notice more often is that the leader chest is almost equivalent to the base loot. So it became way more advantageous to be the leader of a G4 Armada. And so if you if you did that, if you went and started as a leader in a G4 Armada, and then you completed, you destroyed that target, as an, as an, as an FKR 39, you got 10,000 loot. With an FKR-41, which did require Ops-38 because you needed that mission to unlock Deep Space, then it jumped all the way up from 10,000 to 144,000. Now, you come over to what Blue said, Cardassian Armadas, even better. An uncommon 39 FKR, 10,000. An uncommon 42 Cardassian, 200,000. 200,000, folks. By the way, can we just remember, do Cardassian Armadas use the same directives? Yes. Yeah, they sure do, guys. You can double the, uh, your income. Yeah, except with Cardassian Armadas, you can shut off their crit hits. You can? Right, turn their crit hits into zero with Gala. And not only that, but younglings are able to participate there because is there a warp lock for dark space? Yeah, 65 warp, and if you can't reach that, you got other problems. 65 warp with no Ops 38 token. Okay? No 38 token. Now, now um, before, before you move on, just for the newer players who are just tuning in for this information, DJs, you're saying starter chest. It's labeled leader chest on the spreadsheet. Those are one and the same. And can you just briefly right. explain what we mean by a leader chest or a starter chest for those who are just learning how armadas work, please? You spent your directives. You, if you get the leader chest, if you started the armada and destroyed the target with your team, doesn't matter if you solo it. Doesn't matter if you bring a team. It doesn't matter if you're a 35 and you bring a 60. Okay, does not matter. If you kill that target, you get the leader chest. You get the starter loot. Now, this is where Blue was talking about a little bit ago as far as building the buffer. Blue, let me come back to you. When you're talking about building the buffer, explain what exactly it is that you're talking about here um, with respects to the, the starter chest, whether you are the power of your alliance or whether you're riding whale tail. What does building the buffer mean? Building the buffer is trying to reach a spot where you can earn faster than you can spend so that you can spend it and still have enough for the next week or next poll without having to actively put in all that effort to just reach the next poll. In so other you words, you're wanting to... lined up, then your game gets a lot easier. In other words, you're wanting a massive amount of loot. Right, like you want the most amount of loot that you can get. 
right? Correct. Okay, so if we're looking at... You want to exceed the cost of your pulls. If we're looking at the Cardassian Armada chest, for example, Cardassian Armada chest, let's just look at uh, the the Uncommon 42, which is what we're looking at right here. Uncommon 42 in a Cardassian Armada would give me 200,000 loot. However, if you transition over into your Alliance store and take a look at what it might cost to open Armada chest over here, okay? Now, depending on whether or not you're G3, G4, G5, you've got different chests in here. Again, I'm not a big, big advocate of any of the G4 chests unless you're in G4, all right? Really, G4, <laughs> with a lot of things, kind of has the short end of the stick and as far as a lot of content goes. But the G3 Armada chests are great. The G4s are not, and the G5s are better than the G4s, but the G3s are still glorious. And I got to be honest with you, the G5s are pretty daggone good. I know some people out there are not happy with them, but I'm pretty happy with them. All right. Now, when we're talking about earning more than you can spend, let's start with G3. Jules, the G3 chest has a 24-hour cooldown. And at the maximum level, which is Ops 39, and Ops 39, which is where it stops scaling, the cost to double chest open that G3 uncommon chest is only 25000 So if we look at how many we need over the course of a week, if I want to max pull that every single day, then I need 175000 loot per week, right? Yes. How do I get 175000 loot per week free to play? I mean, you can easily start one armada a week. So I have to start one, an FK, you actually could. a Cardassian, a Cardassian 42 with no warp lock. I can start one of those a week and I'll be set. Is that what you're saying? And that's a minimum. That's just a minimum. That's not well, participating yeah, in anybody else's. For every start. Yeah. So I yeah. got a week for just every start. Minimum, you got to start one. Well, guys. And you, we get, well, you get a free uncommon start. Every oh, week too. I was getting ready to say, I mean, the directives, they got to cost money. They're not free, right? Where did the directives come from? I got to buy those? No, there's just a claimed pack. You don't even have to turn anything in for it. Oh, okay. You just claim it right in your alliance tab. Oh, okay. Maybe I was missing that. Why don't we for the audience? Your dailies. Yeah, why okay. don't we for the audience tell everybody what are the free-to-play sources of uncommon normal directives? The first one is the one that Jules just talked about in your Alliance tab. Boom, right here. Okay. Cost Alliance credits. It's got a seven-day cooldown. You can get 100 directives, right? There's the 100 a week that you need to sustain this loop. Easy peasy. But there are other sources of Armada directives, right, Jules? Uh, where else can you get them? In your dailies, your milestones for your dailies. Oh, I didn't know that either. Where would those be? Are they in the top chest? Are they in the bottom stuff? Where does that They're stuff show? They're in the top chest. I can't remember which milestone it's in. Ooh, it's let's like take a peek. Oh, there we go. Ten directives in milestone number four. And is that uh, there's five directives in milestone number two. So 15 directives a day. And how many is that in a month's or in a week's time? Let's just do it in a week's time. How many? How many is that? If I get 15 That's a day. Start. Wait, 15 a day, 105 per week. So there's my second start per week every single day, right? Or my second start per week, every single week, guaranteed. Okay, okay. Where else? 
Can I get them? So now we're up to, right here, we're up to two, four. We're up to 800 uncommon directives guaranteed per month. Where where else can I get them? Sometimes they're bets. Sometimes battle passes. Okay. Sometimes battle passes. Cool, cool, cool. Anywhere else? Anybody else got any? Anybody else got any sources? Cal. Thank you, Gopher. I was waiting oh, on yes, it. Yes, Crucible yes, yes. of War, which just wrapped up. I don't even know if it's still, is the store still open? Daggone it, it isn't. I would have liked to have shown it to you. Guys, there's a cow chest. Okay? Now, this is going to get some people because for five years they haven't fixed this. <laughs> so we're going to use it. I hope, I hope this is not the incentive show. We've talked about happen. it before, right? We've talked about it before. I just, and I just posted something in the lab that might help with this. Oh, uh, yeah, thank you. Here we go. Let's just take a look at this, guys. This is going to show up, uh, and I'll put this in the graphics room. This is going to show up every single cow, which happens every single month. That's not the right thing. Uh, every single month, okay, is the cow armada reward pack. Now, at the top, this is deceptive. All right, I get it. At the top, it says limit one per event, but that's not true. It's actually limit two, Okay. And by the way, it's only limit two because of the the timer, because of the cooldown. All right. So this yeah, I, don't, I don't let Scopely tell me my limits. I figure that out for myself. There you go. We not we're not gonna have Scopely tell us that we can only buy it once. We're gonna try to buy it more than once. And as it turns out, we can. All right. Now there is a little bit of strategy here. For example, if you've never heard of us, if you've never talked about this, if you have never thought about cow in a way, if you've been buying materials with it, or you've been buying speed ups with it, or whatever you've been doing, then be be understanding that there is a buy in. Okay, there is a buy in. For example, the upcoming month, the upcoming month, we are not going to spend all thirty two thousand. By the way, this does assume that your alliance finishes the AMS. All right, because you need, uh, what is it, 32,000? It completes the loop. That's how many gold trophies you get, 32,000 gold trophies, if your AMS finishes the event. So, again, this kind of comes back to what we were talking about last night, Trader. You need an alliance that can kind of pull their weight with you. You got to pull your weight, too. All right, you got to pull your weight for your team, but you need your team to pull their weight for you. That's what being an alliance is, is all about. So, finish the AMS. They can't do it. Leave the alliance. Yeah, take them with you. To another alliance that uh, can do it. There you go. You know, <laughs> leave your alliance. Your alliance is poo. I'm kidding. <laughs> All right. Now, um, here's the thing: the the event has changed a lot. It's very completable for a lot of people, and you earn thirty two thousand trophies per cow event. This bundle right here costs sixteen thousand, but it might take you a little bit of time to earn that sixteen thousand. So, in the upcoming cow, my recommendation. You're going to earn 32, but only spend 16. Buy this Armada pack one time. Don't buy anything else. Nothing else that is going to finish your event with 16,000 banked over for the next month. Then next month, if when you Cal's complete it fast enough, you don't have to. That's true. If you do complete it early in the first day, then Carcat is right. You don't have to do that. But that is a little bit of a challenge. Okay. That is a little bit of a challenge for some people. So you only got to get to 16,000 in the first. That's true. That's true. But that's still a, a decent milestone for a lot of people. Okay. I'm not going to assume that Either that is way, easy the, to do. But yeah, the goal is to make, get that pull in. That's right. The goal is to start Cal, start Cal doing one of these pulls. That way you can take a look here. 
the timer, the cooldown timer, is going to run out before the pack disappears. And it will let you pull a second time. Now, once you get into that buy-in pattern, you're spending 32000 You're spending all of your Cal trophies on directives. You're buying one at the very start of Cal, and you're buying one at the very end of Cal. What is contained within this bundle, Jules? Anybody remember? I, uh, I know. <laughs> 200 rare directives and 300 uncommon directives. Now, we have already told you how you are going to earn 800 uncommons guaranteed free to play every single month. Employ this method. Now you're adding another 600 uncommon for a total of 1,400 uncommon. 1,400 uncommon, which is 14 starts. So, Blue, can you come back and talk about your building of the buffer? If you've got 14 starts and you're a young player, is it possible to pull that G3 uncommon chest every single day? Quite, quite easily. Quite easily. And that's the goal, guys. That's where it starts. The G3 uncommon armada chest. And, yes, even for you G5 players, Guess what? I still pull this every day. The G3 chest. Jules, do you still pull the G3 chest every chance you get? Yes, every day. Uh, the nine pulls, it's probably in the top three. <laughs> Absolutely. As a matter of fact, here are my G3s. Here are my G4s. Didn't touch them. Here are my G5s. Can't do them. My G3s every day. Why is that? Why is that? Let's take a look inside the Uncommon Armada chest, okay? The G3 Uncommon. Do I care if I'm a player of my development? Do I care about Armada Tactical Cores? No. Can you? I mean, if you're an Ops 35, yeah, you probably do care. You probably do care, all right? But what is the key takeaway from this chest, Jules? Is the Rare Armada Directives. Rare Armada Directives. Because if we're pulling this chest every single day, and by the way, we're pulling it twice, okay? We have often said, and we've done studies on this, guys. We've done studies on this. Jules has done it. Blue has done it. We are prepared to offer you the guarantee that you will earn at least 200 rare directives from this over a 30-day period if you double pull it all 30 days. And, and by the way, 200 was at the daggone bottom of the barrel. Most players are earning close to 300 directives out of this thing over the course of an entire month. Why is that? I mean, it could be a five roll, could be a 10 roll, but it also could be the 100 and it could be the 20. Now, the 100 is the jackpot, okay? The 100 is the jackpot. That's not going to happen very often, but I can tell you, I get 10s and 20s on this thing pretty frequently, okay? The average comes out to about 10 a day. That would be 300. Now, we're going to be conservative since a rare start costs 200. We're just going to call it you get a start. Jules, am I putting words in your mouth, or are you prepared to offer a guarantee to players that they're going to draw 200 rare directives out of this thing, double pulling the uncommon chest every single day for 30 days? Yes, you're going to get 200 easily. over the course of the, the month. Yeah, easily. 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 Blue, do you concur? You know, there, there is people, I, I have not, but there is people who have tracked their pulls from that, 
and most people were getting between 500 and and 800 what? rare demotic rare amata directives a month okay i've never gotten the, that from I've the never gotten that many. <laughs> i haven't gotten that many all right but i am getting yeah, never felt that rewarding that's for sure yeah i i usually yeah. get i usually get between three and four hundred myself okay <laughs> so anywho anywho nonetheless here's the bottom line you're gonna get rares out of this pack okay now we just talked about cal it's got 200 all right but we're gonna pull it twice there's 400 we are prepared to offer you the guarantee that you're going to get 200 out of this chest. There is 600. I'm a junior says it's taken me three months to get enough to one to run one rare armada. Fake news. Sorry. Sorry, buddy. You're not doing something you right. You're playing the game. <laughs> you're, listen, there's something you're missing. I don't want to be offensive, but that is incorrect. That is just factually not possible. You are not pulling the double chest all 30 days. Okay. If you are then you will get this number. Like, it's just, it's guaranteed. I'm telling you, okay? If it yeah, took you I, three months, I, then you're not pulling the uncommon chest every single day. All right? Now, we're, we've talked now about the guaranteed sourcing. The guaranteed sourcing on six. Oh, gosh. I, 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 no, I'm sorry. Not, I'm not, okay? I'm not fighting with the chat on this today. I'm just not. You can talk about RNG. I am telling you, I promise. If I will tell you this, I will tell you this. If you come to me and you show me the data that you have double pulled that chest for all 30 days and you have gotten less than 200 rare directives, and for the record, I can verify that. I can corroborate that with engineering. If I do that, I will buy you a $100 pack of your choice. Right there it is. Gauntlet laid. If you can show me the evidence and I can back it up with Scopely that you have double pulled the uncommon chest every single day for 30 days and gotten less than 200 rares, I will buy you a pack. Hands well, down. That, wouldn't that just be shots? What? What? Wouldn't that just be 30 screenshots of the. No, I don't want it in screenshots. I want it in data form. I want it in a spreadsheet because I will also take that data. Don't try to lie to me either because I'll take it over to Scopely and I will have them check because they, they do that for me. All right. <laughs> so don't make up some BS either. All right. I will know. All right. Um, but yeah, guaranteed. Gopher says it's a bold move. No, it's not because Jules... I trust you as a mathematician. Blue, I trust you as a mathematician. Is anybody going to beat me on this? Math is no. not a bold move. No. Math is not a bold that, move, guys. Nobody's going to win this. That would have that to be the a, worst a, a weak move. DJ, so, that's a weak move. You are you are golden. You are solid. There is no way that you are going to get less than 200 if you double pull that every day. That's the challenge. Double pull the uncommon 30 days in a row. You will get 200. It is guaranteed. Okay. Kelsman says that seems like a good bet to me. Then take me up on it. I would love to give you $100. And moreover, I would love to, to make sure. I would love for 100 people out there, Jules, to validate our results. 200, 500. Yeah. I don't care. If, if 500 people start this challenge and then all 500 come back and be like, okay, yeah, I got, I got 240 or I got 280 or I got 410 or I got 360. That is just 500 more cases that we can put into the thousands of cases that we've already tracked to give you this teaching. I'm sorry if you don't believe it. Try it before you knock it. But if it See, my understanding. Like 190, blame Jules. 
My, my understanding was that the you get a guarantee pull of the Rare Mario directives. It's just a chance of which one that are it, there is. So if you're double chest, if you're pulling two chests and the smallest bunch is five, you guaranteed get 300. I think now, there that's is. Untrue, that's, I don't think that's true. There have been days where I've gotten none. Chance. Yeah, there okay. have been days right. that I've gotten none. I still think statistically it'd be very near impossible to get less than 200. Oh, agreed. That's why I'm willing to back it up. But it is possible like to you, get no you, directives. You statistically deserve doesn't, a pack. Doesn't, if, if you do. doesn't, anything that, with games like these, anything that can happen will happen. And that's fine. If 500 people try this out and I buy one person a $100 pack, I'm still good with that. <laughs> okay. I mean, I'm still okay with that. <laughs> still someone out there first week of G4 Armadas who got that full hectable. Yeah, that's true. I mean, if that happens, happen. I am still good with that. Okay. So, but that being said, so now we've talked about, and yes, for the per until proven otherwise, Okay, I am still going to offer this as a guarantee. Now you got 600 rare directives as a guarantee. All right, where else can we get rare directives? Well, the other remaining locations are not guaranteed, are they? Now we can talk about some RNG, but it's not a part of our core math. Okay, where else can we get them, guys? Every flash Saturday. passes. Flash passes that so we got going on right now. Flash passes, yeah. Regular battle passes. That sometimes happens. What'd you say, uh, Blue? I didn't hear you. You can get uncommon and rare every Saturday. Uncommon and rare every single Saturday out of what is called the tactical uh, materials bundle, I believe. It's in the well, event the, store. The tech. rares are from the tactical advantage, and I think the uncommon. But is it, I think it's uncommons from like the old yeah. bundle, which I usually skip. But the rare tactical one is I. I I just have like a buffer of cosmic credit cleanups and I ain't once it goes over, I just spend it on the directive. Box. There you go. So during Saturday's cosmic cleanup, you got the rare tactical bundle. It's got rare directives in it. Again, not a guarantee, just an added buffer. Also, uh, during Cal, you will be earning another form of trophy, which you can come into the recruit section and do. And I, I think there's a gold trophy recruit. The gold, there's uh, yeah. there's a gold utility and a gold officer. And then there's, of course, the silver ones. But I don't think anybody spends on that anymore. But there is a gold officer who, who pool. The silver? Yeah, who, who does the silver one? Uh, gold officer pool and a gold utility pool, which also has independent credits and has uh, rare directives in there. Okay. Um, anything else? Your ACC. What's that? Leveling up your ACC technically counts. It does technically count. It gives a small dropping of uncommon directives as well. All right. So if you're relying on that, you're kind of in trouble. Yeah. Um, and that's you're right, go for silver. That's what I'm saying. I don't think anybody uses silver anymore because it used to be paid. I mean, it's still paid, but nobody pays for cow anymore. When it paid, first came out, it was useless over time. Yeah, it, it's a worthless bundle, but it is paid. All right. So that's why we're talking about the gold. Uh, officer bundle and the gold utility bundle. Those are opportunities at extra directives, though they are not guaranteed. So now we've talked about 1,600 uncommons. No, 14. 1,400 uncommons and 600 rares guaranteed throughout a month. So, Blue, let's step back, okay? We have already proven that we can reliably, fully pull the uncommon chest. Now, what about the rare? Rare is going to be a little bit tougher, right? Is the rare going to be tougher? Yep. Talk to me to about, we've and, only got three starts. Talk to me about the rares now, because we only get three starts a month. What am I doing? 
Uh, not wasting them. That's for sure. Woo! You want to make sure the target you pick is the best target you can for that directive, because unless you're buying packs, you know, you don't want to. You want to preserve every start to get the most bang for buck on those. Okay. Now it depends on your ops. You know, if you're you know, below warp, if you're uh, sub thirty-eight, you know, try to get as high as you can on that Cardassian Armada host chest. Uh, you know, I think uh, is it thirty-eight? What? Uh, let's see. I have the the chart pulled up for what the rare cost is for those ops players. Yeah, I think an ops thirty-five player has twelve thousand for the full pull. And nineteen thousand for the full. Where is that chart? Let it, me find it, that chart. Box set. I I threw in the lab as well. Uh, that little zoomed in part for it. All right. Um, yeah. Cool. Here we go. I'll, I'll throw this up on your screen for you guys uh, and throw it into the graphics room uh, for those of you looking at this. This is what it costs to open the uh, rare G three uh, Armada chest. All right. This is what it costs to open the rare G three. Armada chest, and this is super vitally important. So take a look at these costs because they do scale by ops, all right? But again, like he says, the major key is, quote-unquote, building the buffer. Building the buffer. Spending more uh, or earning more than what you're spending, okay? That is the goal. And yes, uh, I've got, sorry, I missed that one. I've got the Armada chest uh, chart in the graphics room as well for you guys. All right, so you can take a look at that. Um, get get that victory for as high as a target as you can possibly reach. I don't care if it's a Fisha, if it's a Voyager, if it's your Rialta. It doesn't matter. Just as long as it's you hosting and there's a victory, you get the payout. That's correct. However, I have a however many times you like. As long as someone lives at the end and there's a win. Yeah, that's right. And this is where the we talk about, are you the power wins. or are you riding whale tail? All right. If you're the power, great. If you're riding whale tail, so to, okay, great. Okay, doesn't matter. This is the mechanic of the game to give you guys the edge on directive sourcing. You can like it or not. You can shame us for talking about riding whale tail, but we're giving you the math to get it better. Okay, we're giving you the math to earn the most amount of loot so that you can earn the most amount of directives. Again, I remind you about Joker. Being free to play over in that graphics room with 9,000 epic directives. Okay? Berlin says, does someone have to survive? Yes. One person has to survive I mean, with at least 1% of all. Technically, no with the math, but, like, don't. You're never going to reach that scenario. And, like, it's probably not going to happen. Yeah, you're talking about so that whole percentage remaining down, thing. Yeah, there, uh, there is something there. Doesn't yeah, matter. yeah, yeah. But either way, don't count on that. As long that. as there's a green banner at the top, that's the important part. Yeah, don't count on that one. Okay, yeah, don't count on that one. Yeah, and Count Deville says I'll ride that wave every time. Listen, I'm in an alliance with pretty powerful players. Sometimes I ride the whale tail. Other times I'll provide it for other players. Listen, JB doesn't play 24 hours a day. Neither does Captain Bull. All right. Sometimes I'm the power player that's online. Sometimes I'll come into chat and say, "Hey guys." Feel free to punch up. I'm going to play for the next hour or so. I can send you ships, right? If I see somebody running an uncommon 42 Cardassian Armada, I'll say, hey, guys, go ahead. You can punch up a little bit if you want. I'm here, all right? All of our big guys, we call it the Brute Squad, all of our bigger players in our, in our alliance make our presence known so that some of our smaller players will punch up if they know we're online because that's the point is getting these starter 
chest. So, Jules, let me come back and come into the rare scenario, okay? Are Cardassian Armadas the way to go when it comes to rare directive sourcing? Uh, well, it truly depends on your warp range. And I think that a lot of this has actually changed now that a lot of players who are above Ops 38 are getting their Voyagers and, and starting to actually reach much higher warp ranges than they've used to. So it does matter what your warp range is and where you should start, whether it's regular faction armadas, whether it's Cardassian armadas, and then what size armada as well. That's right. Because you do need to be able to take them out. you got to be able to secure the W. All right, but at the same time, you're looking at this chart. What is yeah, going to get just, you the most just, loot? Just to appreciate, or like riding the whale tail, like I don't know, it's like all this kind of stuff. Just imagine like the Stella. Imagine you're starting out with the Stella. Your pulls are like 12,000 security codes to get that chest. Now imagine where you are now. How easy is it to get 12,000 security codes? Now mm -hmm. imagine if you just ground up your Stella got like 600,000 cargo and then had that little level just hit your Stella, like feeding off, like, you know, feeding them, feeding it down to them. Imagine what like 300,000 means to someone who has a 12,000 cost. Yeah. What I'm saying is that, that how the scaling works, Scopely is very, very eager to punish anyone the higher they go. So if you are low and hitting where they're hitting, you are getting those Gold. punishing those punishing reward you're getting the rewards to balance the punishing costs. And you don't have those costs. <laughs> That's true. So your whales rolling in the life of luxury. Yeah, your whales are providing a golden a golden path for you guys. All right, that is kind of what yeah. what he's saying there. They're they're, sacri they're sacrifice with their money and regret allows you to not have said regret. For sure. Now here's the key. This this is tricky right here. Okay. If we've got ships now with crazy warp range, like Monavine, like Voyager, before that it was Fisha, okay? Do, do we, let me set something really clear here. Do you have to be the most powerful player to be a starter? Can you send a Fisha? Can you send an Amalgam? Can we send, by the way, the Voyager is actually a decent warship. Just throwing that out there, okay? But if... If you sent a Voyager to uh, a level 60 epic, okay? If you send a Voyager to a level 60 epic and, you're, and your buddy brings a Retaran, are you still getting paid? Did you win? Yeah, let's say you win. And you're getting paid. You're getting paid. And by the way, you can say, Galvi, enjoy 3% of the loot. Don't care. Consider that. Consider that the the payment to my whale. Guess what? My whale just took 97% of that loot for showing up and supporting me. What did I get? I got the starter chest. That big, fat host chest. I got the starter chest. They don't get the starter chest. Okay? But they did get all the loot. That's the balancing act. That's the symbiotic relationship. All right? Now, yeah, as as the lines blur and you start becoming powerful yourself, you know it's it can scale. I mean, the the hosting is the least profitable method for G five, technically, but it's all about the scenarios that you can access. Like the um, if you are a low level host chest, host chesting is likely your best route. There's not you're probably not pulling in that mass percentage of the pie and the loot pie 
So you're probably already getting a trickle anyways. Mm-hmm. But if you're hosting and you're hosting big, then you're, those are offset and worth it. Because you're, even if you're like, oh, I can be with equal power, like 10 levels down, that's far, far less than host chesting 10 levels up. That's true. And so I do want to point I, out. I would love at this moment, I would love at this moment to actually point to, uh, I made a chart to actually compare these different strategies just so that we can like put some math behind this. Um, if you can scroll up in the lab, DJs, you, buddy. Yeah, starter I strategies. Jules. I do love Jules' strategy chart. Uh, Wait, oh, did I, is this not the right one? Where's the strategy yeah, chart? The one with the, the one with the cascading colors. Oh, and, yep. Here we go. Okay. Uh, sorry. Got it coming up. Here you go. All right. Here's your uh, strategy for yeah. starters. So, there's a lot of numbers on here, so sorry for everybody's eyes. Uh, but what I really want to point out, we're talking about rare. So we're talking about the blue bands here in the center. And if you are a Voyager, you're going to go up and you're going to depend on the Vitar and to come help a- anchor you uh, a rare 60. So you're going to be host. You may need to use your warp range, your early G5 player, because that's the only plate people that can actually reach up to the level 60 rares. Uh, and you're probably going to get between you know 340 to maybe 400,000, depending on if you were able to put some loot crews on there. Uh, th- if you wanted to get anywhere close to that, you'd have to go all the way down to a rare 53, which may not be possible with your ship sizes or with your team, especially if your team doesn't have the Rataran or doesn't have a lot of G5 ships. You guys may not be able to take down a rare 53. And if you said, you know, it's screw teams entirely, I just want to solo this. Well, actually, if you could solo a rare 47, then you're pretty close. So we're taking a look here at saying, what if you're like an ops 49 player? Yes, you have the Voyager that, that can reach the rare 60, but you also have a very strong pylum. And that pylum could help take down a rare 53 or could easily take down a rare 50 with a strong loot crew then maybe it actually is better for you to say, I no, tried I'd the rather... rare 53. It's not going to go well. Uh, no, you can't solo the rare 53, but I'm saying with an equal size group, so this is like center column of the three strategies. If you can go up there with a bunch of players, maybe one person's got um, a G5 ship, and you can you can get, take down that rare 53, and you're getting 20% of that loot share plus your host chest, that's actually going to be more profitable for you than trying to go all the way up with your Voyager up to level 60 spaces and depending on your Uber whale. But if you're not there yet and your team is only hitting rare 50s of equal of your equal sized group, then yeah, get to that 60 and that's going to be what's profitable for you. I also think too that uh, I've included on the very far right, lowest ops with possible Voyager warp range. Now this is highly dependent on the tier of your uh, Voyager but you can reach all the way to the rare 55s as an ops 40 with your Voyager. It's kind of crazy yeah, that, you can reach that that far. Um, heaviest, usually around ops 42 change, is easier. Sorry. Yeah, the, the biggest change is... to your warp range is the ops. Yeah. Yes, yes. Voyager, so you can reach that pretty quickly. And if you're a low 40s player, you don't even have your G4 rare yet. Yeah, that this is absolutely the best strategy is to go and uh, to rely on your anchors to kind of help you out by sending your Voyager way up high as far as you possibly can because you're not going to be able to, with an equal size group, take down you know the rare 47s. You're still going to want to go up there and be you know the the starter for a larger rare. But now, so this is like 
I, I'm yeah, kind of like just showing like where you want to be. So for G5 players, yeah, it's no longer the strategy to go and rely on your heavy, larger G5 teammate to right. carry you because it's going to be better for you if you can regularly hit those G5 armadas. It's still going to be better for you because we've switched it back to the G3 where the base loot is 10 times more than the host chest. Correct. Now, the uh, this chart does reveal a pretty alarming point, which is the best, most profitable thing you could do with a group armada is not bring a group. Well, that's, I don't... Uh, and that's selling it technically, because I, I just meant that I, with my pylum, I, I if, tested out that scenario. Of if you're the power. Post. Okay, if you're the power. which oh, Absolutely. Yeah, there's right. only if, a couple of those in an alliance. Yourself. Yeah, there's only yeah. a couple of those in an alliance. If you are not the power, if you're not the brute squad, then then everything we've said for the last 30 minutes is is spot on. Now, this does depend on your whale's spirit of team play, their willingness to participate with you. Listen, if if a whale calls an armada and says solo, okay, no, 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 Cruzito, that's not at all what I'm saying. This comes down to the economics of your of your team, comes down to the interactions of your team. If JB calls an armada and he says, sorry, guys, this one's solo, all right, then I know he's in a loot push, okay? I know he's in a loot push, all right? Now, if he does it all the time, then, yeah, he might be a, he might be a, a butthead, all right? But, but I know if, if my whale says don't send, I'm not going to send, okay? Especially if I know that he's been supportive and he's been around for all the other armadas and, and doing all this other stuff. Okay, so if JB says don't send, I know he's probably just trying to bank up a couple of million loot so that he's done with that stress. He's set for the month, right, Blue? He built his buffer, and now he can focus for the rest of the month on coming and supporting the team, which is going to happen. And if you're the power, I would suggest that you look at this. Okay, if you are the power, Wildstar, if you're the power, I kill you. If you're the power, Cruzito, and you need to run one or two armadas to get your loot for the month, then do it. And I hope your team respects you, your directives, your choice. I hope your team respects that, especially if you turn around and respect your team by for the other 29 days of the month really supporting their efforts and showing up. Now, somebody said, well, maybe the repair costs are going to be too high. And that's a thing. you got to balance that. As the power in your group, how far are you willing to go? Set that barrier. Set that established uh, that established guideline with your team. Hey, guys, I'm not going to anchor the 60s. They're just costing me too much. But I will anchor the 57s and down. Right? Communicate. Talk with your team. This is a team activity. Armadas are a team activity they have been for four years. Yeah, DJs, I gotta I gotta run and take care of my family, but one thing I'll family. say on the way out. <laughs> Sorry. <yeah. laughs> one, one thing I gotta say on the way out. I mean, this is my other family, but my you know, the family that you know I have to provide for. Yeah. They need my help. <laughs> the one thing I'll say is that you you're right. I mean, we're talking about how you go up and you start the biggest anchor and you rely on your heavy or you know, Blue is showing that he can solo the Uncommon 52s with his pylum and he can get so much loot. Well, that isn't 
being part of the team because truly the best team is going to be an equal size group every single armada. You got That's it. That's never going to happen though. Right. That's never going to happen. Like your team, you don't have six G4 players that all have the exact same power pylum that you guys all run the same armadas every single time. That mm-hmm. is so rare that's ever going to happen. So it is going to be a balance of, okay, so today I'm going to be the starter and rely on my heavies. You got it. Then I'm going to go support a bunch of group armadas. I need to start a few so they don't feel like I'm shafting them. Maybe I'll run a solo when I'm, you know, hopping alliances in between. I'll run a couple solos just to like really build up a a big bank of loot. Um, So there's going to be a balance and there, you do have to work with your team and you do have to find this, this balance of, what's best for you and what is going to be best for everyone in your team. And one thing that they have done, uh, I'm sorry, go ahead. Sorry. I was going to say one strategy that I know my Alliance is listening right now and I'm eager to try it out uh, as the ideal experiment or limit is maybe just say uh, G4 rare ships only. Yeah, you could do something like that. Everyone's kind of on a more equal ground. Everyone's getting a loot boost, and you just have to mitigate what's your actual target to reach. Now, that way, everyone's con- everyone in that circle is sitting at that, like the higher percentage loot boost scenario. Now, we've spent a lot of time on this, and we haven't finished this yet, so I'm going to try to speed up through the end of, of this piece. Um, while you're riding the whale tail, while you're getting all this loot, we've talked about all the different ways to get loot, and by the way, I do agree with players who say that the G5 Armadas have instituted choice. They have instituted choice strategy and and even a blended strategy of which I am okay with. Not even okay with, I like it, all right? I like the fact that I can be super effective by being selfish. I like the fact that I can get by by supporting my team and that there's a happy medium there. I actually like that. There is a blending of the math here that allows me to be successful and support my team, but not necessarily having it all and having it now. All right. This is a good mathematical blend model. Now, coming back blue and circling because we're almost out of time. What we're going to do with those rares, we're riding the whale tail, we're getting the loot, we're getting the starter chest, blah, 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 blah. Now what? What am I doing with the rare loot? You are pulling one of the most important rare chests in the game, which is that G3, that dinky little G3 rare chest. That's going to be like, okay, I guess. And then it's going to get you about 3,000 or more epic directives a month if you can pull it every day. And then you're going to realize it's your most primary source of epic directives. It's why even the free-to-plays are showing thousands upon thousands of epic directives because you got the 15, the 35, 70, and the 250. And we did the math on this at one time. Now, this one is not as verified as the uncommon and the rare one, but I'm pretty sure, Blue, didn't you tell me that it will average out to about 2,500 epic directives a month if you max pull this chest every day, which, by the way, is admittedly tougher. Okay, you're definitely going to have to plan better now. You only get three starts, so you got to look at these starter chests. You got to look at the at the at the armadas that you're going to go and hit. You got to figure out. I'm trying. I'm all over the place here. You got to figure out what you're going to punch in order to try to do that. Right? If my pull is thirty thousand, and I need to do that every single day, what is that? Roughly two million on the month? No, more than that. Uh, three million? No, crap. Help me. Nine. One million. What? Nine thousand. A day. 30,000 a day times 30 days is going to be 900,000. 
call it a million loot, all right? If I wanted to max pull, six pull chests this thing, every day I need a million loot. How am I going to get there? Nowadays, I'm, it's like three G5 armadas. Yeah, uh, how am I going to get there? I might not be able to do that one every single day. And that's okay. That's okay. I might not be able to do that one, but that's the one that pays you can't big. Do it every day. That just means you're not. You're in the short-term build a buffer stage. Exactly. You're in the build a buffer stage because you will be able to get there. Trust you, me. Like I'm showing low right now. I haven't run a rare armada in probably a month. Okay. Like I'm actually so also out of the Cardassian stuff. A lot stuff. of directives. So that that's usually the the case. Yeah. Exactly. I've got ten thousand of these things. I just haven't run them for a little while. All right. So yeah. you when need to get early throw your Corvus at a 50 and then you're good to go, you know? Exactly. Uh, when you're in the earliest stages, what is the meta there? Do we drop to double pulling or what do we do? The good news is it doesn't matter because there's no cost penalty. So pull the six, pull the two, doesn't matter. All right. It's a, it's a uniform cost. So you don't have to worry about the efficiency of pulling extras versus singles because it's the same price all the way across. All right. One but chest at five. Pull. The G3 10 times before I pull the G4. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Uh, guys, I don't pull G4 anything. Tight on credits. I don't pull G4 anything. Now, some of you who are G4 do still need to because G4, of the rare attack cores. All right. I get that. But it's definitely, listen, always prioritize the G3 chest over the G4. Uh, only go G4 I, if you've got a big, a, big surplus. I would say of every grade, the epic chest is is not, is not, is not bad. It's a good, it's like decent. I mean, the G4 is the weakest of the three, but the uh, you still get a hefty amount of credits and badges and everything that's still useful and hard to get for depending on your play style. So the epics are always worth a pull, and they're always so easy to pull because of that stockpile you got from the rare. Yeah, pulls. look at look at um, epic starts. Look inside your G3 epic chest, even all the way up to G5 players, guys. A double chest pulls only five thousand loot for the highest ops level player out there. For 39 yeah, and up, it's 5,000 epic loot. I mean, you can literally, you can actually earn that with a Fisha today. <laughs> okay. Any, anyone with a G4 rare will find Max pulling the G3 chess laughably easy. And yeah. if they don't, they need to play like how it is. They need to play so. with using this method of directive sourcing. So you use those rares, you get the epic directives, then you come in, and that allows you to open the epic chest, which are arguably the most valuable. Some people wanted to see the G5 chest, which I'll, uh, I'll, I'll show off a little bit later and put that into the graphics room for you guys. But uh, yeah, and, and as you can see, I'm low on loot. Admittedly, this is a great time for me to be refreshing my brain on this stuff because I haven't run Armadas in so long. I've been working through my bank. Blue, you may remember, when I started your method, I had 7 million rare loot. You remember, you made fun of me. <laughs> I Not haven't spending it, yeah. Yeah, because I wasn't spending it. I was saving it for G4 and G5 stuff. And he was like, oh my God, no, dude, you're doing it way wrong. Way wrong. Now I run Armada's any daggone time I want. I, I usually, if I have the time, will win directive leaderboards, actually win them, because I have virtually unlimited directives. This is the way. <laughs>
All right. And that is directive sourcing. And then uh, we can talk and spend a little bit more time on the G5 chess a little bit later. But uh, yeah, we've got to move on. We've got other stuff to do today. Um, I know I, I wanted it to be a short show. We're already an hour and a half in and I've got more stuff that, that I need to talk to you about. So uh, anyway, we're going to have to keep listening to the future for more opportunities. Yeah, there's going to be more stuff for us to talk about. Vic says, can you run an Armada stream at some point? 200 folks will watch on to run you arm run armadas Ew, that's boring that's terrible <laughs> but yes i i will uh crazy says so you're saying max pull the g5 every time along with the g3 what the uncommon now, g5 if you can max pull that g5 epic i would try just because <sighs> i you can post you can post what i pulled in the, from the lab but that was like i got like 11 corvus bps and i was like okay. yeah I'll take that. This this is a great chest. Okay. Now it it's definitely tough. You're not pulling this every day, as you guys can see. I even me, I'm probably only gonna pull it a couple of times a month. But this is what blue this is what blue's talking about right here. This was his three chest pull of the G five uncommon. And I mean that's that's a pretty fantastic pull. All right. Uh, What's your cost on that, DJ? My cost on a triple is nine hundred thousand loot. Which and again, okay, my, mine's three hundred thousand. Yeah, yeah, mine, mine is a million essentially, and and it and I'm not going to be able to do it every day, but I'm also content with that. I'm okay with that, um, because this is a very rewarding chest, extremely rewarding. It's going to be easier to max pull it the more you need it. Yeah, I, I wouldn't expect to be able to pull this thing every single day because it is highly rewarding. And I know what Bubba Joe says, but I have had other up sixties come to me and say. Listen, Bubba Joe does not speak for all of us. All right, here, I am a 60. I still need faction credits. Bubba Joe has donated in a single event more latinum than I've ever held. This is coming from a level 60 player. He's like, listen, he doesn't speak for all of us. All right, oh, there's a lot of G5 players out there that really, really do like this G5 chest. So I think it's, uh, I think it's really, really good. Um, yeah, that, that triple pull I did was uh, 24,000 uh, Fed credits and 27,000 ROM credits from the triple pull. Yeah, I mean, uh, that's that's really good. I mean, that's really good. Plus, the rare tack core is very important. All right, Sanctus BPs, Northcut BP. Uh, this is good. This, this is a good return. That, I would push for that over the, anything G4. Now, uh, completely changing gears. First of all, thank you very much, Blue. Thank you, yep. Jules. I know you guys are off the stage, but thank you guys so very, very much. Appreciate you. Ladies and gentlemen from the Talking Trek Laboratory, Jules and Blue. Uh, oh, crap. Where'd they go? Uh, here, I hit the wrong button. All right, let me try again. Ladies and gentlemen from the Talking Trek Laboratory, Jules and Blue. Yay! <laughs> All right, there you go. Uh, thank you, Blue. Appreciate it very much. Uh, Dave says, is there a seven-day cooldown on the G5 Epic Bolt? No, it's only three, which is amazing. So I would even say, really truthfully, you could probably justify in your head just doing the single pulls because it resets every three days, and that'll save you money. It'll be more efficient. McDougal says, my ACC has gone from 46 to 49 since the release of G5 Armadas. The G5 chests are uh, really good. I agree. They are very, very good. Thank you again, Blue. Uh, Damo says, as a 54, eyeing up the G5 rare armadas, these chests are amazing, and I agree. They really, really, really are. All right, guys, I need to uh, change gears here. Now, I did see a little bit of concern. In all fairness, Trader, I might have cheated just a little bit. All right. I said at the beginning that everything I talked about today was going to be directly related to November's arc. All right. That you was cheat? no way. That was a little more true in this next segment. Uh, listen, this piece is going to be important. All right, this piece is going to be important. 
Um, it, it is. I'm not trying to say that it won't be. This piece that we just taught on will be important, but it is a subtle piece. Like, we're telling you guys this stuff now so that you can start to build that buffer, so that you can start to take a look at some chests, so that you can start to prepare yourself for being able to pull those chests reliably and in a rewarding way. Okay? That's all I'm going to say on that subject. However, more directly to the point, more directly to the point, I want to ask spenders for a moment. You get the first question. Spenders, how many of you complete 100% of your ticketed events throughout the course of a month or a weekend? Doesn't matter. I know that there's actually strategy out there because I'm going to ask the spenders first. Itchy says, not me. Interesting. I thought most spenders did. Doomsday says, not me. Vic says, I wait for the event store month. <laughs> Tarpy says, I do, and I'm not a huge spender. Interesting. Interesting. Probably good that we touched on this then, Trader. Ah. Gradual McKinnon says, I complete all ticketed events. Holy Ghost says, no. Ah. Graduate says every month, every time. Yes, Vic, this is interesting. Itchy says, I've been hoarding tickets for a little bit. <laughs> Itchy, you're going to have a good month. Let me ask the free-to-play. The free-to-play. How many tickets do you have? How many ticketed events could you do right now? Like, take the number of tickets you got and divide it by 10. How many could you do? And do you spend them as you get them? Do you do one event per weekend? or one event per day like they give you the tickets for? Or do you save them up and do them all? Or do you save them for an event store month? Do you save them for what? Do you save them for material months? Like, do you not like the event store months? How do the free-to-play do it? Tank Concrete says, I always do one per day. Oh, interesting. So you basically spend them as they give them to you, right? BJ, mm. I can tell you that uh, for at least two years now, I have only spent until I'm down to 27 uses so that I always have enough to do every single one on the event store month. Okay. Okay. Hmm. I'm trying to think of how I want to teach on this. What I guess without telling you exactly how this is going to play out this month, uh, I am going to tell you that the structure of how they're doing these is going to change. And I want to talk to you guys a little bit about the strategy of how you've been saving them and how you've been spending them. Uh, because I do know that a lot of people save them for event store months. I do see a lot of people uh, will save them for resources and materials. Okay. Um, what I am going to say is that no matter what your hoarding strategy <laughs> hoarding is still the strategy, right? No matter what your strategy is on what you hoard for, hoarding is still the way. Putts kind of just indicated to you. For hoarding. Yeah, uh, Putts oh, just, buffering. yeah, buffering. See, that's what we were just talking about. Build the buffer, okay? Putts was just talking about this here just a moment ago when he says, listen, I always keep 270 tickets. I actually like that number, Putts. Can you tell anybody why the number is 270? 
Well, the number is 270 because of simple math. You have three events for three days on three weekends. Three times three times three is 27. End Time, of story. Times 10 is 270, right? Because each ticket call uh, each ticket costs 10 uh, uncommon tickets. All right, so 270 is the number that Putts keeps. I like that number. I like that number. So let me just ask this. Uh, show of hands. Show of hands. How many people? Now, now you know what, Putts? That's almost unfair. Because Scopely does give you some tickets, right? They do give you some tickets. So really, technically, the number could be 180, right? Because they're going to give you 90 throughout the course of a month. They've never missed that. They've tried to miss yeah. it. They've tried. But we you're, get them. You're right. Down. I could go down lower, but I choose not to. And I always use, I always love it when they do the timer on giving them and not putting them in the battle pass mm-hmm. so, so I can get an full you know, and you do that over an, over enough months. I think I'm sitting at like 470 tickets right now or oh, something wow. like that. So you have been working that timer a little bit, right? You've been working that timer. Maybe you work those cooldowns on those months that uh, like you get on right at event reset and you're able to get an extra 10 tickets somehow. <laughs> right. And when the uh, ticket events don't have that officer shard in it, you're like, oh, yeah, free ticket. Yeah. Yeah, right? Yeah, some people will say, listen, I'll do resources and materials, but I won't do it unless there's officer shards in them. Like, the resources and materials are great, but I'll wait until we can see officer shards, right? Hmm. Interesting. I I can get materials anywhere. I can't get Alonzo shards anywhere. Very, very interesting. I'm going to offer you now, and I know it's late because we're not going to see ticketed events until the arc starts, all right? But I'm going to tell you now. So you've got time to share with your team. You've got time to figure this out and got time to adjust to it so that when weekend number one rolls around, you make sure that you've got 90 tickets somehow. Okay? Or maybe you don't. Maybe you can't. But maybe by weekend number two, you could. Or maybe by weekend number three, you could. Maybe what I'm potentially saying here, Griffin, is that there could be additional benefit in completion of an entire weekend. What I'm saying is, is that just like in other areas of the game where we have taught about efficient spending of resources and materials, right? And let's not pretend, let's not pretend, Otter, that Ultimate DJs is not a fan of metas, all right? I really kind of do like metas. I, I mean, I do. I like the completion. I like, the, I like the, 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 compl- the sense of finishing everything. By the way, I have something funny uh, to, to show you guys uh, as I'm talking about being a completionist. Uh, I do want to point out, I do want to point out that, uh, yes, ladies and gentlemen, I, Ultimate DJs, did in fact miss one of the easiest <laughs> battle pass events for Flash Pass yesterday. I messaged Bubba. No. I was like, I did. I messaged Bubba. I was like, you know, dag on. Like, th- this was one of the easiest ones. Stupid me. So goodbye. Right here, we talk about this bonus de sealing rod fragments, right? Bonus de sealing rod fragments this month because you got two Flash Passes, which we always love. All right, we never love to, to praise them for stuff like that, but we got two, so you got an extra set of... Br- and I screwed it up on day day two or day one, whatever it is. I missed it. <laughs> while you're grinding Ugh. for a ship. I know, while I'm grinding for a ship, I missed it. Yeah, but I didn't grind yesterday. I didn't grind yesterday because I was, I was busy. Listen, 
you just don't understand the last 24 hours. I learned about the ark in the last 24 hours. A lot of work to do. <laughs> okay, you know what I'm saying? A lot of work to do. So, uh, and no, I've never bought points. I've never bought points just for broken to ceiling rod fragments. I buy the treasury anyway. If I missed it, I missed it. Is what it is. It's not worth $20. Uh, no, well, it's I don't. only $9.99, in fact. Oh, is so. it? Oh. Yeah, there you go. Wish you hadn't said that. Uh, anyway. Do it. No. Listen, what I'm telling you is we've taught a lot of science and a lot of strategy. We talk about spending when there's rewards. We talk about, and, and Ripper has kind of busted my chops on this a little bit. Even Bubba has as of late. Even some of you guys in the chat have said, gosh, I am tired of waiting for Scopely to give me something and with regards to materials, right? I'm tired of waiting for Scopely to give me a set of officers. Like at this point, I'm just going to start to progress because I feel like it and I'll take what I get because I'm tired of waiting for something. Well, yet Scopely does kind of, develop this mentality of hoarding is the best. And, you know, they've kind of gotten to the point, Trader, that hoarding has felt less rewarding here lately, right? Hoarding has felt a little bit more punishing. You probably don't know that. Truck and chick, you would. Karkin, you would. Uh, putts, you would. Hoarding has not felt as good here lately because it seems like we just keep getting slapped in the face with bad content, right? Definitely. Kelsman says, I started blasting my tickets a few arcs ago. I hope you still have at least 180. On the other hand, maybe you don't. Okay? Maybe you don't. And that's okay. Because if you were starting from scratch, if you were starting from scratch, Scopely has still provided a free-to-play roadmap this month that... I am in favor of. Let's talk about a... No, it's okay. Everywhere matters. It's, it's well, Actually, you got 170? Let's hope they do one weekend in a gift chest and then you can source that double ticket. Then you're golden. All right? <laughs> you, just, you just need to find one extra ticket this month. All right? And you'll be at 100%. But now listen. Here's the great news. Contrezzi says, I got 110. Count DeVille says, I only got 80. Guess what? You're not out. We're only talking about a startup right here. I'm talking about you're going to really enjoy yourself this month. But the path is going to be obvious. And what is great, late to the party says, are you saying we can't buy tickets? Of course you can. Of course you can buy tickets. I don't know if you're going to deem it's worth it. And I don't want necessarily everybody to go out and start screaming cash grab. All right. But obviously, this new design is 100% designed to incentivize you to buy tickets. Okay, sure. They're going to make tickets available for you to buy. Okay, sure. But what I'm telling you is there was a victory this month with this arc runner in which he laid out. What, what is it that I always scream for, Trader? I mean, seriously, I scream for this month after month after month after freaking month. What do I want? Who knows? Clarity? Oh, <laughs> I do want that. Mm -hmm. I don't usually get that. Information? Okay, you guys are going the wrong direction. I want transparency. I want equal oh, I opportunity. Mean, that's right, Joker. I want the free-to-play path revealed. You got it. I want the free-to-play path. I want the same opportunity for the free-to-play as what the spenders get, but the spenders can have it faster, right? You know what I always say? You know what I always say? 
think it is. I think it is. Whew. What I'm here to tell you is, if you have zero tickets this month, one time, you'll get to participate fully in this new thing. Let me ask real quick. Let's break it down. How many events, uh, putts, you did a minute ago, and I want to break it down again very quickly. Putts, break down a weekend of ticketed events for me. So a weekend of ticketed events, mm-hmm. you will have three tickets, uh, three available events on three consecutive days. So that is nine uh, events per weekend, and that, and then we do it for three weekends, so that's 27 events, and they cost 10 tickets each, so that's 270 for the whole. But they're guaranteeing you how many? They guarantee you 18 uh, or 180 tickets so they guarantee no, you no uh no no, no i'm sorry <laughs> they guarantee you <laughs> nine yeah 90 tickets and we're talking about one weekend here okay we're talking about one weekend one weekend friday saturday sunday three events each nine total events 90 tickets where you get 30 so weekend number one you would be down 60 if you wanted to do them all right okay yes which means this is not an infinite model, which means if you want to continue this, if you find this rewarding, if you find this interesting, in fact, then you will probably eventually want to buy tickets. Or if you are a free-to-play, if you are that player that does save your tickets, if you're the player that does, in fact, save your tickets for the time that you want to spend it, you got it, Joker. You have to pick and choose. Got to pick and choose, all right? Because maybe, perhaps, weekend number one is not when you can do it. Or weekend number two is not when you can do it. But weekend number three could be. And what is awesome about this particular event with this particular arc runner this particular month is that he has guaranteed everybody free to play. If you start this month with zero tickets, then one weekend this month, you'll still get to play in this meta. But I'm warning you now, look at the tickets that you've got, okay? Because this month, this month, and we do not know if it will return. I think that probably depends on us, okay? Probably depends on us. So look at it from this 30-day reward system and determine, are the events worth doing all of them? Because there will be a completionist meta. And I probably Mm. have said too much. (laughs) But there will be an incentive to bulk playing ticketed events. If you look at weekend number one and you have no tickets I would maybe possibly suggest if you're not willing to buy them, then you save them for the next weekend. Save them for the time that you will be able to do all nine events. If you have zero tickets right now, you'll get 30 weekend number one. You'll get 30 weekend number two. That means in weekend number three, you'll have 90, and you can potentially do it then. You're guaranteed that path. But obviously, they would like for you to buy tickets. And would I buy tickets for this? Yes, I will. Or would. I've got plenty right now. But if I was short, I would. Guru says, nice of them to let you tell us already. (laughs) Didn't. I'm just telling you. You assume a lot. Yeah, you're assuming way too many things here, okay? 
Um, and now this is and and how uh, Enol I think says so tired of pay or participate. That's not what I'm saying at all. No, listen, you can keep doing what you've been doing. You can keep spending your one free ticket every single day. I'm telling you, they've added a bonus reward. Guys, let me ask you now. Let me just ask you. What is the reward for completing a ticketed event? What is it? Normally one of three resources and an officer shard. It's a, it's a reward chest, right? Maybe an officer shard. That's it. What is the reward for doing all three of them in a day? No additional reward. Just the, just the reward box? What about what's the reward extra for doing all three of them all three days? I just did nine events. What am I going to get? Just what's in those loot chests. Huh. I think we are picking up what you're putting down, Ultimate DJs. What I'm telling you is this is not pay to participate. This, this right here, this is an example of me to good monetization. You want to know why? I, I've been, we've been talking for months about good monetization and bad monetization, right? We've been talking about that. Good monetization, pay to skip grind. Ticketed events, I've always maintained, are good monetization because everybody can do them at a time of their choosing and spenders get more. That's how buying packs works, Okay. That's right. That's how it works. This is good monetization. Ticketed events have always been good monetization. So now it's almost like the concept of having a stretch goal for maximum participation. <gasps> wow. Yeah, that's good terminology right there. There could indeed be a stretch goal. Scott says, I love bonus perks. So if you're doing all nine ticketed events every single weekend anyway, if you're doing all of them anyway, why not take the bonus, right? Because there's going to be a bonus if you do them all. Got to have them all. Got to catch them all. Pokey Master. Ooh. Okay. I just totally made that up in my head. All right. Now. Yeah. Unalaska, hang out there. Wait. See what it's going to be. See what it's going to be. All right. But you know why I'm excited about this, Sanzo? All right. Is it available free-to-play every single weekend for everybody? Nope. But it is available for uh, players, even complete free-to-play. It's available for players to do one weekend a month, right? So what if I told you that important officer sourcing would be that bonus reward? This Ooh. is why I feel good about it, guys, because the free-to-play have a chance. The free-to-play can do it, and the spenders will do it faster, which is the way it should be. It's always the way. That is acceptable monetization to me. Scopely gets it wrong so many times. This arc runner hears it. This arc runner gets it. And I'm not saying, by the way, that it's going to be, you know, tier five of Freeman or anything crazy like that. I'm not saying that, all right? It's still going to be a path. It's a sourcing path. But how, how long have we been screaming for that, that too, for officers that we don't have? Oh, and you know what? I'll finish with this, Trader. 
Is it an is it a, is it an officer? Like like right here, Galvi uh, graduate kid. It says, "Will the officers be any good?" I don't know. It would be nice if you had a choice, though, wouldn't it? <laughs> wouldn't it be nice if you got to choose your reward? Would be nice, wouldn't it? What are you doing down there? Put pants on. All right, guys. Tarpy says, we'll complain no matter what. Don't worry. I know. I count on you guys. Uh, I, that's what I can count on, okay? <laughs> that's, what I, that's what I count on. Katya says, man, this arc runner is going to get the can. He has ignored the scopely way. I'll tell you this. I do like this arc runner. I like him a lot. He's a veteran. We've worked together many times. He talked with me about a lot of these ideas, and, uh, and I like it. There's another event. I haven't even told you guys about this month. You want to talk about creative this month. They, they're doing some creative stuff. There is another event coming out this month that I actually do think is going to make some people mad. <laughs> I do think it's going to make some people mad, but I love it. And, uh, okay, I'll just give you a little bit of a hint. I probably shouldn't say this. There will be a scenario where you guys on your server will get to pick, pick teams, okay? And it will be kind of um, a server civil war, and whoever wins literally just nukes the other team's score. <laughs> I'm kind of excited about it. Yes. I did not say we could stream. You didn't bring the chicken suit. You didn't bring the chicken suit. All right. Um, guys, <laughs> all right. Hey, stop whining because I got to finish the show. All right, guys. Uh, no, it won't be grinding. Okay. Um, there you go. Any questions? Cause I actually do need to go. I've got to get him into bed. I got therapy in 10 minutes. Uh, anything else? I know it's been kind of a weird show and I just had stuff I had to get through. There was something else. Oh crap. I said I was going to give stuff away. I don't have time. Uh, trader. Do we have time to give stuff away? What do we, we want to do? What else was in the announcement? We always have time. Uh, oh, the God, the Halloween tell us, tell us what you make of it. Halloween events recap. We don't have time to do that. Guys, I know that some, a lot of people were very fussy about that. Ripper, Trader, you guys were on last night when I did that event. I was satisfied with my outcome. Uh, Bubba Joe did that event. He was satisfied with his outcome. I know that people, people were probably looking at that and thinking the juice wasn't worth the squeeze. Uh, I'm here to tell you, I think you had to look deeper on this event. I think that it was good. Here's Bubba Joe's response. This was out of the 20 pulls that he did. 20. That was just from the heroic solo milestone. All right. Uh, we talked everybody should have gotten guaranteed free to play. Six pulls or six refines, which would have been 18 rolls. Uh, and then if you did the SMS, you got another 20 pulls, which was 60 rolls. This is what Bubba Joe got. Um, I am not necessarily really unhappy with this. And notice, he marked his transporter patterns. We just counted epic shards when we did it last night. So there is, uh, this was a decent event. We'll have to break it down another day when we've got a little bit more time. It's over now, so it doesn't matter. But I said last night, Trader, I felt like it was probably okay. Then I did it on camera and pulled my rewards, and I still feel okay about it. So, um, yeah, look here. Um, let's see. Um, Putz did it as well. He got 24 rolls in, so he did the heroic solo milestone plus the four rolls that he got. Uh, oh no, 24 rolls. So you did eight. You got eight pulls uh, with 24 rolls, and uh, he got six of those were epic officers. Eight rolls of independent credits. Four rolls of syndicate, 
and uh, six rolls of bones, which is not super great luck right there. But uh, yeah, no, the event store is not gone. But the event is, like, you can't earn anymore now. But if you needed to, obviously, the Bones and Hobgoblin uh, chest is still there for less than 24 hours for you to pull your rewards and get out of that. We'll have to talk about that another day because it was actually pretty good. All right, uh, Trader. I like that event. That was good. I thought it was okay. I really did. I, I, I thought it was my, okay. My, my, my ult got, like, 27,000 syndicate XP. Yeah. For free. I, uh, yeah, I got a bunch, too. I got a bunch, too. Uh, and I got a few extra from the ALBs that ended today. Um, I, I was just, I was pleased. I was satisfied with it. I really was. And, and Bubba Joe agrees. So we'll have to talk about that another day. Trader, how do you want to do this? Um, we have not actually yet done a giveaway since we've started simulcasting. I haven't even thought about how to do this. How do, how do we do this? Do you just want to, do you want to make use of do what? I don't know what you're talking about. I want to give away some battle passes. Um, but, uh, maybe should we should we just reset the spam it room? Do we owe anything from the spam it room, or has it just been locked forever? I think it's locked right now, right? Is it locked? Yes. Um, do we just reset the spam it room and and because can we do anything live, or do you want to do like two or three guys? I don't have time to do a Moobot giveaway because uh, we've only got seven minutes. Trader, you tell me. You're the prize person. Let's. You, you want to give away four tonight? Again, my goal is just yes. to give away a boatload. So how do you want to do it? You want to do all four in the in the spam it room, or do you want to do two live and then two in the spam it, or do you want to do four in the spam it? Tell me what to do here. I'm. I'm tell me. <laughs> tell me what to do. <laughs> I'll reset the spam it room. Do we owe anything out of there? I don't think we do, do we? Before I reset no, I don't it? No, so. okay. We haven't done something in there in a while. Okay. Spam it is now reset. And so is that what you want to do? You just want to not give anything away tonight? Just unlock the Spam It room, and we'll do a drawing there. So if you're watching in Twitch, listening in podcasts, watching on YouTube, listening in our live Discord studio audience, then everybody has the same equal opportunity. Visit our Discord, hop into the Spam It room, and get entered in there. And uh, coming up in a couple of days, we'll give away uh, a bunch of battle passes. Maybe it'll even be more than four. How's that? Is that cool? Sounds good. Okay. Uh, guys, that's going to do it. I would ordinarily even play music uh, to get us out of the show. Oh, okay. That button worked. I'll do that. Uh, and we're going to go ahead and bid you farewell. Thank you guys so much. I know it was a it was a very high-paced, uh, very quick show. I hope you guys took some of the teaching, took some of the learning. Scopely is not going to be happy with me. But I don't think I gave you anything super-duper important. We taught strategy tonight. We taught strategy. We taught efficiency. And we're teaching you how to be successful in an upcoming Great reset. <laughs> Hope you guys had a happy Halloween, too. My name is Ultimate DJs. I invite you to visit our website at TalkingTrekSTFC.com, TalkingTrekSTFC.com, where you can find links over to our Twitch, find links to our YouTube, where we've got probably one of the most full Arcfall videos of all time that'll be coming up early next week. And you can find, listen, we've got a new merch store. I don't think I've pushed this enough, but guys, we've got all new merch. Visit our website, TalkingTrekSTFC.com. Trader, there are 36 new pieces of merch in there, and we will custom design anything that you want. 
All right, like, oh, well, if if we can make it. But guys, there's great stuff in there. Mark has been hard at work getting ready to launch this thing for like the last six months. We're very excited about it. Please go, uh, do, do, go, go, do, go check it out and get yourself some Talking Trek merch. Also, I would like to thank those members of our Patreon program. No time to read names here tonight, but thank you guys so very, very much. My name is Ultimate DJs. I'd like to say thank you to all of you. Thank you to our guests tonight, Jules, Vern, and Blue Mandalorian. Thanks to Putz for hanging out. Griffin, Trader, Ripper, Putz. Thank you guys all so very much. And of course, all of you. Thank you guys very much for being a part of our live or pre-recorded studio audience. Thank you guys for consuming our content and making us one of the largest products inside Star Trek Fleet Command. I truly am humbled. I'm very grateful. Thank you guys so much. My name is Ultimate DJs. I'm a friendly neighborhood cat person saying meow for now. Love you, me to catch you on the next one. Good night, everybody.